Hello, person, and welcome to Anthem of Life. I'm your host, Douglas Sarine. Today's episode was recorded in an actual recording booth. I love dancing, particularly partner dancing and group dancing, all of the ballroom styles and swing and line dancing, all of that. And I had the opportunity to take a class to learn how to gavotte, which is an old school French dance. And afterward, I invited the best gavotter in the class to stop by for a chat. This is my conversation with... Winifred. Enjoy. Wow. Listen to my voice in this microphone. Is that incredible? Yeah. Your, your levels are good. You're, oh, sounding, you're sounding. No, better than good. That sounds amazing. What is this? I need to buy one of these. It's a microphone. Oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's just entrancing. Just so that you know, I'm getting a big thumbs up. From our engineer that says, Wonderful. I love a thumbs up. And that means that you sound great. I do. I do. I agree. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, it's going straight, straight from my vocal cords to my ears. And that's just, I, I'm. <laughs> Say one of your favorite words. Like my, one of my favorite words is welcome. Because mm. it has a nice little hum in there. Trust me, you'll love it. Ooh, Winifred. Ooh, yes, beautiful. You're right, Winnie. Ooh, Winnie, 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 Winnie. I love that. Your name is one of your favorite words to say? Oh, it's my absolute favorite. Winifred Calliope Susan Boson. Winifred Calliope Mm -hmm. Susan Boson? Yes. Is that right? Right. Okay. That's a wonderful name. It just, I know. you know what I like about it is it starts off with win. Thank you for picking up on that. You've already won just by <laughs> the first syllable of the of the name. I yes. feel like that sets up someone for success. Now, did your mm. mother give you that name? Oh, no. Oh. My mother. Your father gave you that no, name? No. I gave my, myself this name. Oh, you named yourself? You know, Winifred, it has so many names in it. It has the masculine and the feminine. It has the Fred and the Winnie of a horse. It has so many syllables. And Calliope, you know, also a, a muse. And, uh, it's you a know, very dancey word. I, the very, Calliope, you know, people think about the music and the mm-hmm. fun around it. That's just a fun word. Mm-hmm. And they make it part of your name. Yes. I can yes. definitely see why you would do that. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. And really, I feel seen. Now, where does a Susan come from? Susan comes from Black Eyed Susan. It's a jail nickname. It's uh, oh. something I gave to myself later. Not, you know, yes, not not when I was a child. Do not cross me or I will give you a black eye. I know just, I know where to hit. Mm-hmm. I can be artistic with my black eyes. I can do two at once. I can make it look like a flower, like a Black Eyed Susan. Wow. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not a fan of, of hitting people, but that is a talent right Douglas, there. Douglas, have you hit people? No, I, I would say I've never... Mm-hmm. And yet you say, I am not a fan of hitting people. I mean, I, frankly, it's upsetting. 
It's upsetting to me. I'm sorry. I'd I don't like mean you, to upset you. And thank you. Thank you for apologizing. I accept that. Boson. Oh, right. Back to your name, Boson. Is a Shakespearean word. B-O-A-T-S-W-A-I-N. It's from The Tempest. Boatswain. People like to pronounce it that way. You understand that it can be difficult for someone to... Speak yeah. Elizabethan Why English. do you think I gave myself the name? Do you know who else is difficult? Me. Oh. If you're not difficult, you're not getting attention. If you're not difficult, you're not memorable. Speaking of memorable, let's talk about your incredible gavotting. You moved so light and Graceful, elegantly. Everyone elegant. in the class mm. was, was just like, well, who is this? And I thought you were the teacher when I first came in. Thank you. Everybody does. Everybody does. And you know why? The key to gavotting is to keep two eyes in the mirror. You really need to focus inward and really make the music a part of yourself. And in that case, in the the class that you came to, it was very easy for me to do because that musician, I was his muse. They had a real lute player at this. This was a very fancy type thing. Yes. And they did have a whole wall of of mirrors. Mm -hmm. And unlike most social dances, it's not a partner-partner type thing. You're Mm -hmm. kind of in lines. It's more like line dancing, but like old school line dancing. And you were just a little bit in front of everyone. So we Mm -hmm. were kind of following you. Uh, Yes. I don't like to conform. I like to stand out. And honestly, I can't help it. I stand out everywhere I go. And so I let myself get to the front and be followed and and I just, that inspires me and I inspire others. Did you touch base with uh, Terry, the, the teacher? Because he just left at some point. He did. He did. He has some jealousy issues, Terry. Mm. I don't know if you noticed that. He wants to be amused to a musician, but. In the arts world, you'll get sensitive people and that's good. Their sensitivity mm-hmm. is what helps them, I'm sure, create mm-hmm. art. Yes. You're probably bringing that up because you've noticed my sensitivity. I am incredibly sensitive. I notice everything and I take everything personally. That's got to be tough, taking everything personally. It is. It is. Because that that leaves you you exposed. Oh, so vulnerable. And that vulnerability is beautiful and it's inspiring to artists. And that, I think, is why musicians, storytellers, filmmakers are drawn to me because of that. Just, I'm like a raw nerve walking around. Wow. Uh, now, do you do any of those things? Are you a filmmaker no. or a musician or a writer? No. Oh, gosh, no. I don't have the discipline. I find creative pursuits boring. I like to be out. I like to be moving. I like to be expressing myself. I like to be doing anything that's that's exciting, that's maybe not allowed, that's maybe illegal a little bit. Oh, a risk taker. Now, I always love meeting a risk taker because oh. I, I'm someone who can really sometimes get stuck in the norms of society. And so I love to hear about oh. people who are out there taking risks. That's me. I'm inspiring you right now. I, truly, I can tell. I truly am yes. already inspired by you. I do want to remind you that this is just uh, audio recording. Mm. I saw you had a hair and makeup team with you yes. when we came in. Well, I it, mean, well, you're here and you're looking at me and the engineer is still giving another thumbs up. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. <laughs> Winifred, one of the things that I found most inspiring when I first met you mm was you wanted people to talk less and watch more. And I think that that's something that I always want in society is 
Mm. You got two eyes, you got two ears, one mouth. Yes, and I like to tell others you have teeth and you have lips. So you have two layers to close. You need to close the teeth and then... She just closed her lips. Mm -hmm. To to be quiet so that I can speak, so that you can watch. Let me give you some advice, Douglas. Love it. Take up more space. Be bigger. Be spread out where you are and and allow others to see you. One of the things you had said to the group is, Mm. don't make me get out my tape. And I remember I asked you, I said, what does that mean to get up my tape? And you said, often I have to make enough space for what I want to do. Yes, I have actually used my tape to tape people's mouths. Oh, no. Who will not be quiet. Look, I'm a risk taker. And I, if I don't want someone talking, I will stop them from talking. That seems rather aggressive when afraid of well, I don't mind you know, me saying. Well, you know, it has been perceived as that. I have been disciplined. And, you know, that in itself is a thrill. I am just always looking to take risks. If I see a bank, I want to get in there and I want to get that money. And I don't I might not have any money in that bank, but I want to get in there and I want to try to I don't want to rob it. I mean, I I would, but that would necessitate being part of a team. And I'm not very into teams. I want to go and and do things myself. I see a tree. I want to climb it. You know, if it says no climbing, I would like to get up there. If I see some police officers, you know, hanging out, not to be stereotypical, but maybe they're hanging around a donut shop. I want to get their attention. I want their attention on me. So I want to immediately do something illegal, put something in a mailbox that shouldn't be there, maybe a sandwich that I'm eating. That has to have gotten you in trouble over the years, though. So much trouble. So much trouble. Do you have a criminal record I, then? Of course. Do you not? I got caught with beer when I was underage. <sighs> and I haven't gotten in any more trouble in about 30 years. So Why I'm good. Why not? I, what do you do? I'm a rule follower. Oh, gosh. But I love talking to people who break rules. Here's the thing. Rules were made to be broken. I know you've heard that. And then you say... I am a rule follower. And then you go through life following all those rules. Why? When you know what they're there for. That's a very good point. Yeah, I know. that but, It's the truth. Boy, that makes me want to take some more risks. You should. Have you had to do jail time then? Have you had to? Of course. Of course. Oh. I mean, I get out of it. I enjoy my time in there. I make friends. I learn things. You can learn so much in incarceration and any kind of place where people are being held because they have broken rules. Guess what? Those are people to learn from, to emulate. It seems like jail would be a hard place to make friends because that's what they want you to think. (laughs) Do you believe everything you see in TV and film? I know that uh, a lot of it has creative license behind it. It's fictional, most of it. Yes, yes. A lot of um, TV and film actually has been inspired by me. And like I said, uh, filmmakers are also fascinated by me, not just musicians. And so I have been amused to so many people. And you have seen things that were inspired by me and you didn't even realize it. And it might have been some of those jail scenes. Oh. (laughs) Now, are these things that filmmakers actually reach out and say, hey, you inspired me to make this or is this something you just kind of pick up on or you're no, like? Yes, both. 
There are some people who I was there for the moment of inspiration and they jump out of bed or they jump out of the carriage or they jump out of, you know, not a plane, but they jump out of the the airplane bathroom maybe and they run and they jot down their ideas that they were inspired by. And then some people, you know, it just comes up in pillow talk and they say, oh, you inspire me so much and this is the next project that I'm going to do or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes there are people who make something and I say, oh, I, I know where that came from. I'm looking you up on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you do? 1836 special thanks. Yes. That's a lot of special thanks, Winifred. I am a professional muse, as you can see from my I, credits. Obviously. I mean, mm. with that many special thanks. Special. And that, those aren't just thanks. Those no. are special thanks. It's a separate so, section. Yeah, obviously yes. you did something special mm. to receive something those things. Something special, sometimes something sexual, often. I mean, not directly. It's not a direct trade. It's not prostitution. I'm a muse. I love the idea of a muse. You inspired me to want to have you on this podcast. I was like, oh, this is a fascinating person. This is an interesting person. You were a muse for me. You were amused. Sarah, can you make a note? For me to put a special thanks for Winifred (laughs) on our IMDb page. You're going to be up to 1,837. Thank you. I'm surprised it took this long for you to ask me, but we finally got to it. We got to it. (laughs) Uh, Winifred, you got a little something in your teeth? No, I don't. Oh, you don't. Mm -mm. Okay. What is it? Uh, It just looked like there was a little piece of spinach or something. Can we call in the team? I need my tooth person. Okay. We're going to take a quick break while Winifred's tooth person comes in. Right now. Hurry. Faster. We'll be, we'll be right back. But Fred, I promise we will edit that out. I'm so sorry that I brought that up on mic. I, I should have. Any flaw in my face or on my face, it just takes away from the whole image. And, you know, I'm sorry. I I need my asthma inhaler guy. We're going to take a quick, one more quick break. Winifred, are you feeling better? It turns out it wasn't asthma. It was just crying. Well, thank you for sticking around. I know it, it took an hour and a half to get that type of water that you wanted. I won't drink Evian. We had someone, as quickly as possible, drive up to Angeles National Forest, mm-hmm. and there's a spring up there and we got direct from the spring but we're back and we're doing well back here i am do i how do i look you look wonderful you look perfect thank you and even if you didn't i probably wouldn't say anything that's rude well it's only because you went from saying i was perfect which i am to saying that if i wasn't you wouldn't tell i'm not can we call in my therapist? Can we? Excuse me. Okay, can we're we just going to take a quick break while Winifred's therapist comes in. Okay, Winifred, how are you feeling now? I, and I, I did apologize. Yes. I was basically just trying to say, I know you're sensitive. I respect that you're sensitive. I celebrate your sensitivity. And I just didn't want to trigger that sensitivity in any sort of negative way. I'm reviewing what you just said. It was all about me, so I am able to take it all in. I have been medicated at this point. So. During that break with your therapist, you were walking a gerbil around the block. Mm-hmm. That's Sammy. Sammy That's the Sammy. gerbil. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I guess 
Because it's a gerbil, it walks very slow, so that it's calms you down. very yeah. slow. Um, we take in, it's called the full catastrophe. We feel from our heel to our toe as each foot goes down, and it is a meditation in itself. I've had that gerbil for seven years. Seven I, years? Yeah, and that, that is a therapeutic gerbil. That is what uh, it takes to be certified a therapeutic gerbil. What's that? It's a certified. Oh, now mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Right. He has a little vest, but yeah, I, I only put it on in airports. I announce it as I walk. Therapy gerbil coming through. Therapy gerbil coming through. Excuse me. That's just an example of how I would be going through a public space like an airport. Do you like to travel? Do you like to get around the world and see things? I do. Oh, my gosh. I, I like to travel. I've been to almost every country. I've been to jail in nine countries. Uh, oh, boy. That oh, sounds... Yes. I'd be frightened to be in a jail, especially if it was a country where uh, English was not the, necessarily the national language of the primary no, I don't language. speak any other languages. I only speak English, and I really only listen to English. When I go to jail in another country, I just cry. I just cry. And eventually they let me out. Now, when you go to jail, presumably there's a trial or some sort of I've never been to trial. Jail. Never been to trial. It's mm. always been very, very open, out in the open, cut and dry, no question that the crime was committed. Mm. I've served my time. I meet my friends or I get my, you know, I, I cry. It's like a long detox. A lot of toxins and tears. Get them out. Oh, wow. I think that's a pretty darn healthy attitude to have towards Thank incarceration. You. I do too. I do too. Is to look at it as some level of detox of your criminality? No, no. no. I mean, no. God, I hope I never lose that. I hope I can continue to look around and say, what do I want and how can I take it? And how can I take the risks that I want to take? That is so antithetical to the way that I think. Boy, this is this is worth it alone, is getting this perspective of somebody who says, I don't want to lose my criminality. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose any of that, because that just scares the bejeebus out of me. You think for a moment about my criminality. Isn't it fascinating? Oh, God, why would I want to lose that about myself? Why would I want to detox my criminality? It's hard for me to get my mind around it because I think of most days mm-hmm. trying to avoid going to jail. You think about that? I think about that when I'm, ah. well, I would say... This is like one of those Roman Empire revelations where people suddenly realize what other people are thinking about so much. I read this thing that said other people don't think about you nearly as much as you think they do. And it's only because of your own perception. Someone wrote that about me. That was I had a falling out with that person and they wrote it. And it is not true. People do think about me as much as I think they think about me. I can prove it. IMDb proves it because of the number of people that obviously were inspired by you. I think that that is evidence. Inspired by me, thinking about me constantly. Even when they don't realize that a film is about me, I will tell them. Afterwards, I will tell them the ways that it is about me and they will realize. And the look on their face when they realize it's, it's kind of a frozen shock. And then they find a reason to get away from me because it's, it's almost too much. Are you a good read of people? I'm I'm a good read of people and how they're picking up on me. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Winifred, mm. what do you do for self-care when there's no one around? I want a little peek into the things that people don't see about Winifred. Mm. I have a mirror 
that I like to sit in front of. I like to stare into my own eyes until my own face doesn't even make sense to me. And I like to have kind of an existential crisis. And I like to get to the point of tears. And then I like to see the beauty in those tears, taste the salt in those tears, and really come back and start noticing the things. I like to see things individually. Oh, my hair. And then I like to see, oh, the shape of my cheekbones. And oh, what a beautiful clavicle. And I piece myself back together staring into my own eyes. It's really an incredible meditation. That sounds phenomenal. You know, they say most people can't bear 15 minutes of silence with themselves. Mm. How long does that process take for you? Oh, two, three hours. Two or three hours? I think the detachment, the dissociation, the crying portion of it is probably the longest. But I I maintain eye contact. you got to maintain eye contact. With yourself Mm -hmm. for two to three hours. Wow. Mm -hmm. How does someone go about starting to love themselves or even aspirationally loving themselves as much as you've been able to love yourself? I would say do better. Do better. Boy, it's so simple. It's almost, you know, it's like, you know, with Nike, just do it. Or, you know, it's it's just one of those nice. That's such a. They got that from me. Oh, just do Mm -hmm. it came from you. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Winifred. I could talk to you all day long. I know. Thank you so much for sharing so much about you. Oh, it's my pleasure. With me. It's my favorite thing to talk about. And the way that I'm going to do better is as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to walk outside and punch somebody in the face. Promise. I promise. Uh, Well, we'll see how it all works out. I got to take more risks in life. You really do. Well, thank you so much, Winifred. 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 Boy, that really is a fun word to say, isn't Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful. Winifred. 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 Winnie, 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 Winnie. Winifred. Calliope, Winnie. Winifred Calliope Susan Boson. Winifred Calliope Susan Boson. Boy, that is just so Winnie. Thanks for listening to this episode of Anthem of Life. Help us amplify the anthem by taking a moment right now to rate and leave a glowing review for our show on Apple Podcasts. It helps others discover the show, and we'd certainly appreciate it. Our show is completely improvised and produced by Douglas Sarine, a.k.a. me, along with Mary Pat Farrell and Sarah Atwood Sarine. Our theme song was produced by the wonderful Ben Wise. You can find out all about his music at benwise.bandcamp.com. Additional music provided by Icarus. An IMDb special thanks to Rachel Drummond for having some fun with us as Winifred. Rachel is an actor, improviser, teacher, and career coach. She's based in L.A. and can be found on TikTok at Rachel L. Drummond and on Instagram at Rachel.Drummond. Inspiration for this episode came from the song You're So Vain by Carly Simon, which has tons of fun around it, from who the song's about to Mick Jagger singing backup vocals. And you can find out all about it in this episode's liner notes where you can also find a link to enjoy our eclectic and ever-growing Anthem of Life playlist on Spotify. Please find us on Instagram at Anthem of Life. Give us a follow and let us know what you love about Winifred. Until next time, we wish you a life worth singing about. Anthem of Life.